Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello everybody and welcome to Rising Has Lost Its Way. And if you're watching on Twitch, welcome to WrestleLost. Uh, I have a lot to go through, so to get it going, here's Johnny. Okay, well, be before I get started, we did, uh, I, I don't know, we talked about it on the, last week uh, on, on here or maybe afterwards, but uh, we did miss a milestone for Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. Uh, not last week, but the week before was our 100th episode <laughs> of the podcast. Hard to believe we've done 100, well, now 101 of these. Uh, it's hard to believe that Andrew's come up with 101, 101 questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a couple of them might have been doubles, but still, it's a lot. And and, and I think he was starting to run out after after the first couple months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's managed to pull through. So now on episode 102, I'm going to start things off with a trivia question for you, Andrew. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, That's why I asked him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Name the only WWE wrestler who's ever won both the NXT title and the World Heavyweight title. And I'm not talking about the Universal or WWE. I'm talking about the big gold belt. The one that Brock has now? 
No. That that belt. The, no, the one that they retired when when they had the match between Cena and, and Orton. He's I'm going Seth Rollins. <laughs> well, actually, the reason I, I mentioned this because it just happened this week. Oh. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's a new NXT champion. <laughs> I brought that up because we don't talk a lot about what happens, happens on WWE shows anymore. I thought that was noteworthy. I have some other noteworthy show news from WWE coming up that we'll discuss here in a bit. But yeah. Dolph Ziggler defeated Braun Breaker and Tomasa Champion in a triple threat on NXT uh, with the help of Robert Roode. So, yeah, uh, apparently Braun Breaker's headed to the main roster along with Tomasa Champion. But I can see uh, Dolph as just being a transitional champion. Uh, He'll probably lose it to Walter at Stand in, the, in delivery. <clears throat> so, so yeah, that was the first for him. Are they going to change Breaker's name? No, I, I I don't think so because he's already been featured on on the main rush. I just call, need to call him a Steiner. Come on, just do it. I, I yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, well, since you since you brought that up. I am. I have heard that the next person who's going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame is going to be Rick Steiner, not the Steiner brothers, and not Scott Steiner because I think he has heat with WWE. But Rick Steiner, <laughs> why not? I mean, your son's NXT champion, so <laughs> was. <laughs> oh, oh well, yeah, that right was. Damn it! I, I just I forgot my own question. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, he joins the Undertaker and uh, uh, posthumously uh, Vader, who was just announced this week as well. Now I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that Vader's going into the Hall of Fame. And honestly, I thought he was in there already. I did too. <laughs> I guess it was truthfully. <laughs> I thought he was in back in the yeah. 2000s or 90s or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, on to the, the uh, on-again, off-again, now on-again Cody to WWE news. And now a lot of people are speculating that he's going to make his return on this Monday's Raw. Because uh, it's going to be in Jacksonville. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that's really the main reason why. But... Uh, people are still saying he's going to set up a match with Seth Rollins. Who's calling me? Uh, match with Seth Rollins at um, Mania. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I've, I've been watching Raw now for the last few weeks and nothing yet. And, uh, speaking of new champs, RK Bro, they have. Uh, Regained the tag titles. They had, they actually had a really good uh, triple threat match last week on Raw between Alpha Academy and uh, and the other team. Uh, no, Seth and <laughs> Seth and Kevin. Uh, they they actually gave him twenty seven minutes, which is surprising. Yeah, 
yeah, so now they're uh, now on to some injury news. Well, first, Becky Lynch was injured last Sunday at a house show in Pennsylvania. Uh, she was punched in the throat by Bianca Belair and had a fractured larynx. So she'll be out for a couple weeks. Uh, I believe Sasha Banks was was injured again in a match. Uh, the big injury, again, talking about the shows, happened last night on SmackDown during a, a, a match between uh, uh, Rich Holland and Sheamus against <clears throat> Big E and Kofi. After the match, there was a spot outside where Rich Holland did a belly-to-belly suplex onto Big E. Big E landed on his head, and reports started he was stretched out. He and he actually made a video a video on Twitter uh, to let people know he he was fine. But he was he was wearing a neck, a neck brace, and he did say that he had a broken neck. I don't know how you can be fine and have a broken neck, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, according to Sean Rossap, he he's not going to require surgery, so that's a good thing. So maybe he just got a really bad stinger. I don't know. Uh, which this puts him in doubt for WrestleMania. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how things work out. Yeah. So I heard it broke in two places. So mm. highly doubt he's going to return anytime soon. This shit is just weird, man. Because they stretched you out. You have a broken neck. No surgery is required. You say you're fine. You gave the thumbs up and all that, and have made two videos ever since you've been in the hospital. What kind of superhuman are you? <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. I'd be all kinds of fucked up if that was me right now. So I don't know what kind of shit he's taking or how he's built, but that's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. So, real quick, over to AEW before we get to our uh, our talking point. Uh, Tony Khan has mentioned that uh, d- Double or Nothing is going to be AEW's first million-dollar gate. The tickets for the event have already reached the one million mark. So, that's good. Things are going in the right direction for AEW, uh, especially with... It seems like every pay-per-view it gets even better than the one before, which we'll, we'll talk about revolution here in a bit. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy for for AEW. It, things just keep getting better every week. We get new we get new people in the company. We'll talk about that later as well. <laughs> uh, so all good stuff. 
what's not good stuff and going into our talking point, which has to do with our, our title for this episode. Uh, last night on SmackDown, before that tag team match, which injured Biggie, uh, there was a backstage segment where Rich Holland and uh, Sheamus brought out they brought out Pete Dunn, and they said Pete Dunn was going to be the uh, he's, you know, I don't know who's with them now. He's their, their running buddy or whatever. But they didn't call him Pete Dunn. They said, this is Butch. <laughs> and he was dressed, I don't know, like a, I, I don't even know what he was dressed like. A lot of people say that he did look like Butch from the Little Rascals. <laughs> so, so maybe that's where that what they were going with. But <sighs> come on, this seems like it's happening with just the NXT UK people. I mean, first you had Piper Niven was re- renamed Dewdrop. You had uh, Walter was renamed Gunther, and now Pete Dunn's renamed Butch. I, and if if you ask me, it's not it's not butch. It's it's a botch. I mean, that's the easiest way to put it. Yes, this is this is just fucked, man. Like we all know it's Pete Dunn, so there's no fooling us. Like they're trying to fool us with every single move and every single name change they make onto the main roster. It, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I know some people are saying, well, it's Pete Dunn. If anybody can make it work, it's him. No. Karrion Cross couldn't make it work. Like, people have tried from NXT, and it doesn't work. So, nah, I have to disagree. I think this is another mistake. Poor Pete Dunn. You mean you agree? Huh? You agree? Nah, man. It's it's just a fucking mistake, dude. No, you're agreeing with me. Yeah, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, of course I agree with you, dude. I, I, <laughs> I lost my train of thought there for a second. But yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. It's a fucking mistake. All it's going to do is bury Pete Dunn. And he's either going to get released or just... Be chasing the twenty four seven title. So, <sighs> one of the things, not not this is also not moving away from this because it, it ties in somehow. Loomsy asked, with Revolution and Dynamite going as good as they are, how is WWE going to top that? Even in WrestleMania season, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> With all the bullshit they're doing on the daily shows, weekly shows, they can't. They don't give a fuck, so it's not going to work. There's no easier way to put it. Yeah, uh, you know, there's only three weeks till WrestleMania, and, and so far, the for a two-night WrestleMania, the card's not, not looking so good. I mean, so let me run down real quick what they have so far. You have... Brock Roman, which is going to be on night two. You have Seth and Edge. I mean, not Seth and Edge. Edge and AJ, which is going to be on night two. 
uh, you have Ronda and Charlotte, which is going to, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to main event night one, if they haven't set, mentioned already. Uh, we also have Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, which we don't know what night that's going to be on yet. Uh, pro- I'm going to probably guess night one. Hmm. You, have, you have the tag team of The Miz and Dogan Paul against the Mysterios, which is going to be on night one. Uh, you have you know, this week on Raw, Kevin Owens finally called out Stone Cold and Stone Cold accepted for uh, to be on the KO show at Mania, not for a match. And, in fact, from what I've heard, Stone Cold has never agreed to a match. So, but but I think Vince still trying to convince him, which is probably not going to happen. Probably not. And then, and then you you have you have Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee, which I'm not sure what night that'll be on yet, but uh, y'all probably, probably get <laughs> probably probably get some Vince involvement there too. And you have uh, you have Baron Corbin against Drew McIntyre, which. I feel bad for Drew. That's not a main. That's not a mania quality match for him. And you're probably going to have uh, the Usos go against Boogs and Nakamura. And so Becky and Bianca. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's not not a lot to fill two two nights. I think right now they have enough to fill one night. If they put everything mm-hmm. together, and if they don't show a fifteen-minute be build up to the match between every match, <laughs> they have to because that, that's their thing. I know that's how they're <laughs> going to stretch it out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't see going each show going more than three hours. Hope not. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's mania. <laughs> Back to the Pete Dunn thing. Yes. Anytime they've brought anybody up from NXT and they changed his name, it's failed. Uh oh. Yeah. We lost Freddie. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, well, he, yeah. Not, I mean, not, could... not, not counting all the names you mentioned. Right. What about retribution? <laughs> we just yeah, every one of their names and that. Exactly. Almost instantly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, T Bar and Mace are still there, but yeah, you but know, uh, they're nobodies. Yeah. But if you would went with Dio Madden, Dio, Dominic, Dominic Dachikovic, Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, if you'd went with their actual names, they might Shane have actually Thorne. stuck around. <laughs> well, I mean, at least Mercedes is in AEW now, but yeah. I, so, speak, yeah, quit changing the names from NXT to the main roster. If we watch it, the main roster, we usually watch NXT. So we know who these people are. You don't need to change the damn names. Speaking of, I heard that Slapjack's in, in the new game. Yes. <laughs> Actually, the intern's got to plan it now. <laughs> he brought it today. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get the uh, special edition? No, he just got the great edition. Oh. He didn't get out. Adam Cole's not in the new game. Well, from what I've heard, there's 30 uh, released wrestlers on, on this oh, new game. Oh, there is. 
Keith Lee's in this new game. Yeah, I've yeah, I've seen Keith. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you got like like six versions of the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which they were really struggling to get to get people in the game. Carrying crosses on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna wait to buy it because I'm, I'm I'm gonna I want to get the the newer system. So I just wait. Yeah. He, he had gift cards from Christmas, so he did that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I got a gift card from. For, for Christmas, so I'm going to use that to get the new system. Yeah, but I yeah, and you know, speaking of carrying cross, you know, that's another name that they changed. Well, they didn't change, but they changed his image. Right. They changed his image. They changed Keith Lee's image. Didn't work out. Well, okay. So I guess uh, while Freddie comes back, we'll we'll just start talking about revolution. You know, like I said a little while ago, uh, each paper read gets better better than the last one. Hold on, uh, oh, that's not Freddie. She keeps calling me. My sister keeps calling me. Doesn't know I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. I'm just gonna text her. Wow. Well, um, Yeah, you know each each paper gets better than than the last. Uh, and uh, Freddie and I, we just happened to to watch it in a in a theater. Yeah, uh, sorry. Let me. I'm gonna shut my camera for a minute. Uh. Freddie lost his internet all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what he said. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, it, it was. I enjoyed it. It was a good paper, and it was a a different experience being in in the theater. Uh, Listening to the everyone clap and cheer. And I, I, there were a lot of good moments. Uh, the Jericho Jericho Kingston match was, was a good one to kick, kick things off. We had a uh, We had the Jurassic Express. They retained the tag titles in their triple threat match. Uh, Warlow won the, the uh, Face of Revolution ladder match. We saw a really good uh, Doc Connor match between CM Punk and, and MJF, which at the beginning of that match. Uh, so uh, Cult of Personality started to play 
but then all of a sudden MJF's music, music star, he came out. That got a lot of booze in, in the theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, CM Punk came out to his old uh, his old Ring of Honor music, the uh, AFI. And uh, <clears throat> he was wearing his, his old ring gear. Yeah, that 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 was a that was a good match. Probably probably match of the night. Uh, and the, the match ended when uh, uh, Warlow actually handed CM Punk the diamond ring, and CM Punk CM Punk used it on on MJF. Uh, what else? There was there was a lot. There were a total of twelve matches. Including three on on the buy-in, we we had three women's matches, which both of the women's titles were on the line. Jay defeated Tekanti, uh, and Britt Baker defeated Thunder Rosa for the AW women's women's title. Which we'll get to more of that here in a bit. Uh, I don't think they really needed that match then if they were going to set up what they're what they. Already set up for mm-hmm. next week. Uh, so, I, I, my the spot of, of the night was uh, Moxley and Danielson. They, they had they had a they were you know they had a good match. They made each other bleed. Uh, the the match kind of ended ended prematurely. I thought, but there was a reason for that. Um, after the match, they started brawling again, and uh, and out comes a debuting William Regal for AEW. William Regal, who who's worked with both these guys over the years, uh, he just came up and he just slapped. <laughs> First, he slapped Moxley. And then, and then he slapped Danielson, <laughs> Brian Danielson, <laughs> and he ended up uh, making them both shake hands. And as it turns out, that's going to be be the the new team. Uh, Regal's going to be their their manager. And uh, then we saw we saw Hangman Page defeated Adam Cole for the AEW title with some help from. Uh, From uh, the Dark Order, because uh, uh, Red Dragon were trying to interfere as well. So yeah, that was pretty much that was Revolution. I uh, may have missed a match or two. Like I said, there were twelve matches. We saw Hook Hook defeated QT Marshall in a quick match. The House Black defeated. Uh, Eric Redbeard and Penta and and Pack. Now all on, up up and down. It was a stacked card, and uh, the uh, like I said, the experience in the theater was good. Uh, I I know you didn't get a chance to watch it. I know you did read what how what <laughs> went on. Uh, what were your your opinion? 
I'm sure was, you probably saw videos. Yeah. Everything I saw looked good, but I have a pet peeve. Okay. <laughs> it, it's, it's all the wrestling. I do not like a pay-per-view where they don't – one title does not change hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's I'm sorry. Great. None of the I titles like, change I like hands. I have at least one title change hands in a pay-per-view. <laughs> it's – what's if not – Here's the way I look at it in that standpoint. If a title doesn't change hands, why have a pay-per-view at all? It's like a weekly show. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's my one pet peeve in all of... That counts for WWE and AEW and any other ones that we watch. <laughs> I like to have a title change heads in the pay-per-view. I'm sorry. At least one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I mean, a lot of us thought that Thunder Rosa was going to be Britt Baker on, on this one, but and we're all hoping Tag Conti would be Jade Cargill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as all the matches, nice. From what I saw, the videos of what I saw, they were all pretty good. I guess Regal just shocked everybody because I heard he got the biggest pop of the night. <laughs> yeah, because that that actually came out of nowhere. Uh, no one no one knew he was going to show up. Okay, uh, Freddie's he's having connection issues. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, uh, I'm just going to tell him to come on on his phone. Uh, yeah, uh, afterwards they had the media scrum and uh, Tony, he he was asked a lot of questions about about Ring of Honor, but he, he wasn't really able to answer a lot of it because uh, he, uh, you know, he, he actually doesn't know himself really what's going to what's going to happen right now. Uh, uh, when CM Punk CM Punk came out, he got he teared up because he you know he was appreciative of that Tony Khan now owns all his you know all his material from Ring of Honor. Uh, apparently, Vince was very close to buying that library. And and CM Punk said, you know, thank goodness he didn't because CM Punk said that he Vince already owns enough of his stuff, and he also <laughs> let he also he also let let people in on the well, I, I guess I guess it's a secret that you know anything that that WWE has any material from any of the guys they don't get royalties off that. Just because they put everything on the network, they used to get royalties back when they would have DVDs, but that, not anymore. So, uh, uh, CM Punk's glad that you know now he's going to get once they do get this streaming service off the ground, or if it's going to be on HBO Max, that he will he will get get paid for his stuff. Hey, he's back. there he is. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> He took it's a little vacation. Problem, 
All right, so where are we at? Filming okay, it? well, well, we we we've been talking about revolution, so we've already, our it went, through, I basically went through the whole card and gave the results, okay. and and uh, said that you know the moment I, I I enjoyed, which was the William Regal debut, and I was talking about a little bit about the media scrim afterwards. So I'll I'll go ahead and get your thoughts. It kicked ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, fuck. Yeah. Danielson, Moxley fucking brought the house down. And that only increased by William Regal showing up and slapping the shit out of both of them. Hangman, Hangman Page versus Adam Cole, that also was pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Everything about it, man. Like, there wasn't one bad thing. The only one thing I would say... I would... You need to rearrange I, your card. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's bad, but everybody was expecting Thunder Rosa to win. Yeah, that's what we were saying. <laughs> Especially when they brought out the, the new belt. Every time a new belt shows up, it's like someone else is going to get it, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of telling the sign that Thunder Rosa should have won it. But then again, it makes sense that she didn't because of what's going to happen this coming week. So, yeah, man. It was, it was just... It was just good all around. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking at the whole card right now. Yeah, and I told him my pet peeve was I hate it when a title doesn't change hands in a pay-per-view. At least one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we didn't have any title changes. But if you're not going to change titles, it's more like a weekly show. Come on. <laughs> but this was and nowhere near a weekly show. I know that. No. <laughs> but that's my pet peeve. I want a title change and a pay-per-view, damn it. No, he, he, was, he was saying weekly shows, you don't have title changes. I, yeah. I mean, well, we'll get to that. Well, later. you did this week. but you know. <laughs> That's when your argument falls apart. <laughs> and you don't put Baker Thunder Rosa right after the dog collar match. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They the crowd did lose interest, and this is that's also why you saw the uh, another match. I, I, I didn't cover the Sting Darby Allen Sammy Sammy uh, six uh, trios match. Why that? Was the second to last match in between Danielson and and Moxley and and the Adams because that that Moxley Danielson match took a lot out of the crowd, especially after after William Regal showed up. So you needed something to help calm the crowd down. I mean, a Sting, sixty-two year old Sting, diving off through two tables. And let's talk about Sting again, damn it. I'm, I'm tired of telling you this thing. That doesn't help. Sting, you're too old to be doing this shit. We appreciate what you've done. But enough is enough, damn it. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. 
<laughs> yeah, la- last thing we need is a lot more injuries to happen. So, yeah. yeah. Sting worries me, man. Like, he worried all of us jumping off of the balcony like that, but... Only he knows what he's doing. Only he knows how he feels. So it is what it is, man. Like we we enjoyed it. You can't say you didn't, but yeah, he shouldn't be doing that type of shit anymore. And CM Punk versus MJF, fucking bloody as hell match, man. Happy that Wardlow finally pulled one over on MJF and gave CM Punk the ring, and that's what helped him win. Sure, he didn't need the ring. He was going to win anyways, but... <laughs> like, you had to finally do that turn with Wardlow, so I'm happy that it happened this way. And we have yet to see what's going to happen. <laughs> he has his title match coming this week, so is MJF going to show his face or not? We will see. <laughs> I mean, this oh, no. be, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I actually, I think MJF is going to cost in the match, right? Yeah, more than likely. Which I kind because of... you're really going to take it from Scorpio Sky after one week. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I know there would be outrage if that happens. Yes. After everything, you know, that has gone on involving race and AEW, you know, putting putting the TNT title on on an African-American, only having letting them have it for one week. Yeah, this would be outrage. Yeah. It'd be funny, though. (laughs) Look, says the white guy. See, I, 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 that thought crossed my mind. <laughs> didn't go. I was only thinking about it because he's a freaking heel. Okay, I know, I know. <laughs> oh my guy, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't buy Scorpio Sky as this champion right now. No. So to me, if if it's a transitional thing and he loses it to Wardlow, I wouldn't be as mad as some people are going to be. But I could understand why people would be mad because of everything that happened. And it's just controversial is all that is. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they should do there, but. The pay per view was fun, man. <laughs> yeah, especially in that by the environment of being in in the theater. Yeah, and, and you know, we've we've said this before. Anytime we're you're in a crowd watching wrestling, everyone is just just really, really chill. You know, yeah. there's no 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 drama. No one's arguing. You know, the 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 guy sitting next next to next to us he was you know talking talking wrestling the whole time with us 
the the only the only kid in the theater was sitting next to Freddie, and he, you know he enjoyed himself. You know he he was cheering along with with the rest of us. So everyone had fun. Yeah, I, I just really got into it and lost my shit a lot on certain things that happened. So did everyone, especially yeah. when Regal came out. Yeah, when Regal came out, the theater just erupted. Yeah. I think I think that was probably the loudest moment of the night in the theater, but there was a couple that we could make that claim for. So that's the loudest I've ever heard of, heard, heard in, inside a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, a couple of times we got louder than Batman, which was yeah to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we could hear the rumblings of the surround sound. That that's what was missing. I think Nick, if they have it, in, they should put it in the sound in the in the surround sound theater. Yeah, that would be that would be. I, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they should do next. I think it'll be the move. And yeah, they just chose the wrong screen for it. Well, I th- I think they chose that one because it was the uh, dining theater. Yeah. Yeah. But nonetheless, it was fun. We enjoyed ourselves. Jade Cargill won. Sure, whatever. And she and she just said like Jade from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Original. which I love Mortal Kombat. I love Jade. So why'd you have to do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was a fun night, man. I know it was a lot of good shit. We popped for a lot of it, so. Hell yeah, we enjoyed ourselves. So now that we gave our thoughts on Revolution and that I'm fully back, doesn't look like I'm dropping anything again. Uh, I'm going to go back to Johnny and uh, get his moment for Dynamite. Okay. Uh, Well, we had a segment with the AHFO, uh, uh, Andrade Hardy Family Office, where pretty much... Uh, they they voted Matt Hardy out of the AHFO. You know, Andrade called for the vote. At first, I mean, it, it was a little skewed because uh, only Andrade, uh, Matt Quinn, and Isaiah Cassidy voted. Butcher and the Blade were out there also, but they didn't vote. Penelope, Penelope Ford and the Bunny weren't there. Hybrid 2 wasn't there. <laughs> so... You were missing like half half the family, uh, the office. <laughs> but yeah. at first, Cassie and Quinn they put the thumbs up, but then when Matt turns his back, they switched. They did the thumbs down, uh, and so then you know they all started a six on one attack on on Matt Hardy. For some reason. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen came out to try and help him out, which it seemed a little odd saying that you just you just wrestled him on Sunday in a match. But that was to set up the the, the bigger the bigger surprise. And and it surprised me especially because of the music. You know, we, we didn't get new music that we never heard of before. We've got music that we've been hearing since 1998. That was the music of, of or the Hardy Boys. Jeff Hardy came out. 
for some reason, he did his little dance on the stage before. <laughs> which, come on, your brother's getting beaten in the ring. <laughs> no joke. He might want to, <laughs> might want to hurry it up there, Jeff. <laughs> But once he got in the ring, you know, it, it was all good. Uh, Matt Hardy got the Swiss fate. Uh, uh, and Jeff Hardy got a proper swanton bomb on, on the, the butcher. And the music started playing again, the, the iconic Hardy Boys music. And so, yeah, now that the Hardy Boys are in AEW. And what I like about that, too, is that uh, Matt Hardy revealed that at the same time that Jeff debuted, uh, or at the same time Jeff signed, Matt also got his contract renewed. So now, now they're they're equally t- together in in AEW on the same timeline. And as far as the music goes, I I, I thought I still thought it, think it's kind of weird hearing that music somewhere else besides WWE but uh, the reason they have it is because it's not a WWE theme they don't own the rights to it It, it's actually done by a a guy named uh, Zach Tempest he uh, he he just has a random uh, library that Tony Khan got the rights for which also includes the music of Hardcore Holly I'm not saying hardcore Holly's like coming to w, to AEW, but uh, <laughs> I mean we haven't. Well, I, I, that's a name I haven't heard for, heard from in years. So I don't. I think he's. I don't know. I think he might be completely done with wrestling. But but still, good to see the Hardys in AEW. Yeah, I think he's most definitely done. But yeah, man, it was it was awesome to see the Hardy Boys together. And like I told you. The day after we saw it, Jeff looks happy. Yes. I mean, yeah. he forgot that his brother was getting beat up for a second, so he did his dance thing. But then he went up there, helped him out, broke it up, and they immediately embraced, and they just both look happy. So, yeah, man, really great moment. Uh, a lot of stuff is already being teased. Like the four-way match, eight-man tag. You could do a lot of shit. Revisit Sting and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, there's just all the doors are open for them to do whatever they want. So, hell yeah, man. Jeff Hardy coming through. Really awesome. Mm -hmm. So, now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment. Uh, Danielson and Moxley took on the Workhorsemen, which is J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry. They beat them pretty quickly anyway. But my moment is after the after the match when Regal and Tony comes in with Regal. And, <laughs> uh, basically, it's Regal giving talk about how he met the guys, and he had a couple of lines where he said. Brian Danielson is the perfect wrestler. He's me if I didn't make all the mistakes. What I would have been if I didn't make all the mistakes. <laughs> and then he goes, Moxley is the p- perfect sadistic psycho that'll just go that extra step 
get violent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my moment. That whole pro- promo with Regal. Yeah. And, and, uh, oh, yeah. What about it? It was pretty good. I loved it. Yeah, in his promo, he did he did uh, talk about you know not being not being long for this world and how it won't be long before his his wife is uh, you know ha- has him pushing him in a wheelchair in front of a in front of a window. Um, he's drooling. <laughs> yeah, which um, I think there it has come out that there is some truth to to he. he is uh, to that he does have some health issue, which he's going to be on top of Jericho this week, so he's going to explain more about that. For but from what I hear, uh, he's tweeted out, which he doesn't tweet that much, but he said it's nothing serious. It's something that happened to him back in 2018. Uh, so we'll find out this week. Uh, you know, I I have. I have an idea what it it could be several things, but you know you hate to speculate something like that. But <clears throat> as far as Danielson and Moxley go, like I said, he's uh, you know he's known them for years. He's known Moxley for eleven years, and he's known Danielson all the way back from when he when he first got his his uh, jobber run in, in WWF before. Uh, before Ring of Honor, what do you say? Twenty-one years he's known Brian. Yeah, yeah. So, and and he he's actually the one that trained Dan, uh, Brian Danielson. And it, it's funny uh, if you go look it up. Uh, back in 2011, when they still had that superstar show, uh, Daniel Bryan took on William Regal, and as a joke. Uh, Daniel Bryan, as Regal came out, he got them to play the old uh, man's man <laughs> entrance music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, that's uh, that's funny. You should go look that up. Uh, but yeah, he's worked with them for years, and I'm glad to see him in AEW. With and they put him with the right people. Damn right. Yeah, man. I don't know exactly what's going to be said on the Talk of Jericho podcast, but until until I listen to it, I'm not going to say much about it. All I'm going to say is it's a bit misleading because he says it's not serious, but the promo was very emotional. It felt very real. So... I don't know what this could be, man, but I'm scared. Because he did say he did say he's he's only fifty three years old. Yeah. And for him to say that bit about his wife pushing him around and bringing him to the window and all that shit and taking care of him. Yeah. I I think there's a lot there that he doesn't want to give away until the podcast comes out. So I don't know, man. It's a little weird, but We'll see I mean, yeah. what happens this week. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking maybe, like I said, I don't want to speculate. Maybe Parkinson's or MS. Yeah. Early onset 
uh, Alzheimer's. You know, it could be could be anything. Yeah, it could be anything. But until we listen to it, we're not going to speculate much about it. Um, as far as my moment, just because I'm happy about what it's going to lead to or what I hope it's going to lead to, Thunder Rosa defeating Layla Hirsch for another shot at Britt Baker. I love it, man, because we know they're headed to San Antonio this coming week, and that is Thunder Rosa's hometown. Yeah. She's already there. I mean, we saw her. She had an interview with uh, Luke Owen earlier this week. So, yeah, she's already there. She's happy. Uh, she's already in the newspaper as just proud hometown hero. They're proud of everything she's done. And she is working hard, you know, with her own promotion and everything she's doing in AEW. She deserves it, man. So yeah, she, she I owns definitely going to happen for her this coming week. She owns Mission Pro Wrestling, which is mainly an all-female promotion. Uh, they're going to be working with uh, GCW. They're having a show uh, the afternoon of Mania Night One on the second here in Dallas. Hell yeah! Like we said, man, though a lot of shit is going on. <clears throat> that weekend so we just wish yeah. we could go to it all <laughs> we can't for money reasons and for time reasons so yeah we can't be more than one place at once we in yeah. fact I know Freddie was just telling me he found that because uh, Wyndham Rotundo is going to be at WrestleCon yeah and, it, and the time that he's going to be here is going to be on that Friday evening while we're at uh, super car of honor. <laughs> <sighs> I wish I could be two places at once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I was really looking forward to meeting them, but fortunately, because yeah. super card of honor, we're not going to be able to be there. But there's yeah. going to be other chances, man. This is yeah, the only chance. Yeah, we are going to try and do WrestleCon, but on a, a different day. Yeah. And who knows? He might sign on for some extra shit on Sunday. Maybe. One yeah. could only hope. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just happy Thunderous is getting this chance. I know it's going to be a very big crowd in San Antonio. And it's Texas. We know how Texas gets, so... Shit is going to be wild. They're going to lose their mind. I'm going to go ahead and say this. They're going to lose their mind when she defeats Britt Baker for the title. In a steel cage. In a steel steel cage. (laughs) So you can't get get any help from Jamie Hayter or or Rebel. Yeah, she could, but... I mean, it would take a lot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because we've seen the AEW, AEW cage is, is a lot taller than the WWE cage. Yeah. So it's going to be seen, a really great match. It's the like, one I'm looking forward to. Like we've seen people jump off the AEW cage. Yeah. There has to be some crazy shit planned. Yeah, be- because it's also... It. Yeah, because it's also going to be the one-year anniversary of the, the light-top match they had 
at last year's St. Patrick's uh, Slam. Yeah. So you know it has to live up and exceed what that match did. So there's going to be some crazy shit going. We're not ready, but we're ready for it. We're ready to watch it. We're not ready for what's about to happen. So, and and uh, be, and and uh, second to only the the Hangman uh, Kenny Omega storyline. I think that's probably the longest running storyline in AEW because that goes back a, over a year. Yeah, yeah. So, really looking forward to it. I'm gonna be happy when she wins. I was ready for it to happen last weekend, but that did not happen. So. Yeah, so what I was telling Andrew is, you know, as it turns out, they actually really didn't need to have that match at Revolution. If they were going to have, if they they weren't going to change the title, and they were going to plan to have this cage match, they they didn't need to have that match. Yeah, but maybe have the Layla Hirsch Thunder Rosa match on Revolution. That, that I would have been all right with that. At least it would have been on the card, so we we would have enjoyed that. But yeah, I don't know, man. I I think maybe there was a different plan for that match, but since Thunderosa did get a little banged up and they weren't sure of how that situation was going to go, maybe they decided to hold off because one of the things people were thinking was maybe she wins the title at Revolution and does uh, her celebration in front of her hometown. Maybe yeah. that was the plan, but since she did get a little banged up, they said they decided to hold off on it. I don't know. Many different things could have gone in any Directions. So. From what I heard, Britt Baker was already back at work in her dental office on Monday. Damn right, because I told you that. <laughs> yeah. And she had, and she had some extra dental work to do because Adam Cole lost a tooth. <laughs> the the one positive. Well, I wouldn't say it's the one positive, but it's definitely a positive of them being together. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Give a discount. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a five finger discount. Five finger discount. Yeah, but oh, geez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just looking forward to this match, man. I hope she gets the win. I have a feeling she is because I'm just ready to see what she would do with this title. So now that we've made it through our moments of dynamite, I'm gonna go back to Johnny and get his moment for rampage. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, we saw QT uh, Marshall get his ass kicked again. Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't been a good week for QT. He he got beaten by by Hook on Sunday, and he got one of the smallest here. guys, and one of the biggest guys. Yeah, <laughs> and he got beaten here by Keith Lee. Uh, it, it was a it was a quick match. It did, it didn't last too long. Uh, but afterwards, uh, the rest of the the Nightmare Factory or a couple of the other guys, Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado, tried to you know tried to to jump Keith Lee, but 
that, that, that didn't work. <laughs> he beat them too, but uh, Powerhouse Hobbs was at ringside with Freaky Stocks and Taz. And uh, Power- they ran down from the commentary booth. Yeah, yeah, they were they were a commentary, and Powerhouse gave Keith Lee a powerbomb. So that's gonna be that was a spinebuster, but close enough. Oh yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, it was it was spinebuster. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. It was. I, I just heard heard them talk about that today. Uh, yeah, so it's gonna be a one of those. Big beefy men slept meat kind of matches when they get together. Yeah. I can't wait for um, that. The one point when after he'd done one and he was taking care of the uh, factory, he threw Solo out of the ring, like over the rope. <laughs> 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 he got him, he threw him high and far. <laughs> but Solo's a little guy anyway, but he just tossed him and, on top and, of a. And you know, Freddie. Yeah. Freddie was, you know, talking earlier about Jeff Hardy having fun. Uh, Keith Lee's having fun as well. Yeah, Keith Lee, man. I like I like what he's done so far. I know he it hasn't been long since he's been here, but that's the same as Jeff Hardy. Like he didn't have the best of runs ending his career and what he did in WWE. So coming here, being able to do these things, being limitless again, not fucking all that WWE bullshit. Bearcat. Yeah, fucking Bearcat. Yeah, it just looks like he's having fun again. So throwing all the little guys around, you know, unfortunately... That revolution, you know, throwing Orange Cassidy around a little bit too much. He did get injured, but look, man, accidents happen. At least it wasn't like Big E type of accident. So he'll eventually be back. But yeah, man, fucking Keith Lee just having all the fun right now, throwing around all the little guys and they. Uh-huh. I know eventually he's going to get to having a championship, so let's just enjoy it. Let's have fun with what he's doing, and hell yeah, I'm ready to see what else he has to do around here. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and see what he enjoyed from Rampage. Actually, Johnny took my moment. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you want we can talk about the uh, Mark Quinn Darby Allen match. <laughs> sure. Where uh, Darby gets Darby gets the win. Uh, it's a pretty good match. They were focusing on a talking about Darby having broken ribs or injured ribs. They're really broken. I don't think he'd be out there wrestling anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they kept bringing that up. He's got broken ribs. We think he has broken ribs. It looks like he has broken ribs. I don't think he has broken ribs. But Darby gets the win. And the rest of AFO, because it's not Hardy no more. It's just AFO. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> they come out to the ring and they're staring down Darby and Sting, who's in the ring. And then you hear the Hardy music again. And they come out and they're on the ramp and AFO runs around the ring and leaves. <laughs> then you get the stare down between Darby and Sting and that Hardy. So there's all kinds of things they can do here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good to see where they go with this. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot that they could do. I know they're gonna definitely have an eight man tag. The rest of AFO versus Sting and Darby and the Hardy Boys. Uh, we could revisit uh, Sting and Jeff Hardy because we all know how that ended last time, which was not good. In yeah. That was at Victory Road 2011 TNA. Yeah. So we could revisit that. I know some people are already talking about Jeff Hardy and CM Punk having one more match because of the storyline they had in WWE. That could also be revisited. Yeah, man. There's there's a lot of different directions in which this could go. I... I can't really choose a moment for Rampage because y'all y'all took the two good ones. <laughs> so all all I'm gonna say about it is, when the Hardy Boys came out, immediately Matt looks happier and younger. Like he looked different in Hardy Boys attire, not yes. the suit, not running around with younger guys like hanging around with his brother they just look so well together and they I don't know man it was just weird how young Matt Hardy looked and like like we talked during the week the Swanton bomb Jeff Hardy hit was more towards the center of the ring a little bit further from the turnbuckle it was how he used to hit it, not the safe WWE version yeah. he was doing these last couple of years. So I, I think this is going to benefit both of them. It's going to make Matt look better. It's going to give Jeff a chance to do his moves exactly the way he loves to do them. So I'm just excited to see what's to come. We had a uh, we had. Three new signings and two contract extensions in AEW this week. We had Jeff Hardy, uh, Paige Van Zant, also signed with AEW, and Swerve Strickland, who had his debut match last night as as well against Tony Nese. And I mentioned one with the coup de gras. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I I mentioned uh, uh, Matt Hardy earlier had his his contract extended. And Miro also got a four-year extension as well. So good to see that we're going to see these guys in, in AEW for a while. Yeah. He's still injured? Yeah, he's, he's still out, but he, he did have his contract renewed. Okay. Yeah. But and, I'm and really going to sign his wife. And it's not like WWE <laughs> where they're just going to add time onto your contract just because you were out injured. Yeah. I heard he's almost good to come back, so we might be seeing him soon, but 
Yeah. I volunteer I, 100%. I'm good. I think what set him back a little because if you remember, he had to take Moxley's place in, in the in the the tournament when he went out when he went to rehab. Right. He, he he stepped up because he he got that injury back back at all out in September. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is uh, this has given him enough time to do what he needed to do to get better, go through rehab and all that. So. Yeah, I think we should be seeing him back pretty soon. And as far as Paige Van Zandt getting signed, um, did you hear who's going to train her? Mm. No. They're bringing in Gangrel. Nice. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Gangrel. I'm, actually, Gangrel just signed with MLW. So. Yeah. So, so we could see, we could. Uh, he's, I mean, he's actually appeared in AEW before, uh, back when they had that when Sammy and Matt had that the uh, the the match in, at the Hardy Family Compound. He came out of the Lake reincarnation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, ho- hopefully we'll be able to see him again in AEW. Yeah, I mean, anything is possible. The connection is there with MLW, so those are all interconnected where they could work and, together. And he's got the Cody Vader, so he could do his, his entrance like he did in WWE. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Get him together with Christian. Yes. Right from the that way got two out of three. <laughs> yeah. And the only one person is missing. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. Anything can happen. I'm glad that they're bringing Gangrel in. I very much like Paige Van Zandt. So as long as as long as she gets it down good, I'm excited to see what she does. But yeah, there's a lot of exciting things coming through AEW right now. Definitely this coming week with the Thunderosa match for me. And since we spoke Thunderosa. John, you already knows about this. You know me and my little secrets. I like to do some things here and there. So I got something to share with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I could find it, where did I put it? Here we go. Well, Wrestle Lots is coming to Revolution. Johnny and Drew, um, Thank you for thinking that I am a uh, inspiration. Uh, I'm really crossing my fingers that this Sunday everything pays off, and finally I will become la primera Latina en ser campeona en AEW. Los quiero mucho y espero que estén ahí este, echándome porras y cuídense mucho. Yeah, so that was actually supposed to happen last weekend, but we didn't quite get it in time. So we got it now. Uh, definitely a badass person. I like how she handles herself and everything she's doing is just fucking badass running her own promotion. She's just a really hard worker. So, yeah, she is. I needed to get that shit, man. Gotta represent and help out wherever we can. So, she, she, has, a, she has a dog named Drago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just all around badass, man. What can I say? And since I got cut off earlier, 
I know I was telling Johnny earlier today that I was going to make a connection between some WWE shit that happened this week. The injury of Big E. These are my thoughts. So the reason they're saying it happened is because they're bringing in too many guys from NXT that aren't ready to be on main roster yet. Mm -hmm. And the obvious reason that they're bringing them in is because of all the releases that happened. They feel that they need new, fresh people in there to make it interesting. But at the same time, I don't think they're used to working with the bigger guys like that are on the main roster. So when you come across working with someone like Big E, you have to adapt yourself to how you do the moves and how the moves are carried out. And that's why shit like this happens. Maybe if they weren't brought up so quickly, maybe if you didn't release so many damn people, you could develop them in NXT a little more and they could work safer when they come to main roster. I'm not putting the blame on anyone as far as talent. The people I put the blame on is the WWE head guys. The main guys that run the show. Vince, Rickard, whoever you fucking want to blame. Someone needs to get blamed for this. It can't be the talent because they're just doing what they can in the position that you put them in. So someone has to step up and take responsibility for what happened. I know a lot of the talent went over to the hospital and visited with Big E, made sure he's yeah. as good as he could be, giving them well wishes and all that. Like, Including Rich Holland himself. Yeah. Yeah, so... Can't blame Ridge. I know some people went on Twitter and they started talking shit at him, but that's not the way to go, man. Like it's not his fault. He was brought up too soon. Yeah, this is he's told. This is this is not like a Nia Jax situation. No, <laughs> Nia Jax is just was just careless all the time. Yeah. So we just need to calm down. Blame who we need, or someone take responsibility. I'm not going to use the word blame anymore. That's that's not the way to go either. Someone just needs to step up and take responsibility. Doesn't have to be Ridge Holland. So, yeah, just hoping Biggie will be all right. Sounds like he will be, but this could still go anyway. Do uh, y'all remember the the band Soul Asylum? Yes. They had a song called Misery. And I, I figured out that's what WWE's their their name should be. Frustrated. <laughs> frustrated Incorporated. It needs to be something because this shit ain't working, man. Like I, I don't know. I, I told I told Johnny that if it wasn't for him him getting the tickets, like I don't know if we would even think of purchasing tickets to Mania as high profile as WrestleMania is. I don't know. I just feel a little bit weird about going. But, hey, we're going to be there. 
like we said, we hope some shit gets worked out. Now it's yeah, we get some really good matches on night one. Yeah, like I, I told Freddie, you know what? When it comes down to it, the, the zero zero hour, you know, they make surprises. Yeah, yeah, I'm going in with a very low, very low expectations. So it's gonna, I'm gonna be easily amused. I think as awesome as good shit happens. So, yeah, lots of good shit coming up for AEW this week, like always. Me just excited for Thunder Rosa and ready for her to get that win. But Jeff coming in, we'll see what happens with Sammy because he took a really bad looking move set. Just the 601 he does. Yeah, he hit really bad on that one. Uh, Jeff, Wardlow, MJF, all the good shit is going to happen this week. So, yeah, real excited for that. So now that we got our moments in there and to finish it off and see how it goes this week, (laughs) it is time to stump the brain. Let's continue. ROH, Ring of Honor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've actually had two different women's championships. I've had the Women of Honor championship and Mm -hmm. just the regular women's championship. Who was the first Women of Honor champion? Uh, you got me again. <laughs> now, no, I'm going to butcher it. So there's your hint. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me see. If, if he's going to butcher it, he has had issues with naming people from New Japan. So I would think Japanese if I was you. See that's the thing. I I don't know much about ROH women women's women's wrestling. I know, I know. Uh, there, uh, the current women's champion is uh, Roxy, who by the way just got signed to WWE. <laughs> hmm. uh, uh, it's so you. Oh, she she didn't. She's not the champion. No, <laughs> she lost oh. like in January, I think. Oh wait, no, she did lose. Yeah, she lost to Diana. <laughs> Diana Peraza is like, Diana Peraza is like a double champion right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, so yeah, it has to be someone from from Japan. And. I, I don't know any women going back to, to the early 2000s. <laughs> uh, oh, this, they their first championship was 2017. Oh, women. Okay. well, okay, that, that makes it a little easier. <laughs> Show you I don't know much about ring water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because most of their Women's championships were, they were, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? With another company, they'd had a 
with the women's company. Yeah. So that's where they had defended their champions on both shows, Ring of Honor and uh, I can't remember what the name of the other company was. <laughs> was Before it, then. Was it, was it well, was it? It might have been. Uh, I, I I know it's not it, it can't be a, a like a name from uh, that's been on AEW because I, I I think you recognize those names. It was Shimmer. It was the other company? But, oh okay. <laughs> Oh, he's gonna butcher this so bad. Yes, I probably I am. <laughs> I can't even think of a name. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna guess. Uh, Okay, and uh, this is gonna be wrong, so I'm just gonna guess anyway. Uh, 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 Rio Mizunami. No. Okay. <laughs> Sumi Sakai. Okay. He didn't do as bad as I thought he was gonna do. Yeah. Is that, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was a short name. <laughs> yeah, you got it, man. I was gonna say sound it out, but you didn't need that shit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I, I was I was gonna guess like maybe like Kyrie thing, but I don't know what her Japanese name was. Uh, I think it's pretty difficult. Uh, her and her and Oscar, I know they have long Japanese names. Yeah, for a second there, I was a little worried that he was gonna butcher it, <laughs> but I was also thinking that. I was thinking like Johnny that this first champion was for some reason like 2003 or some shit, 2002. I was thinking it was years back, but no, 2017. Yeah. I was ready to say. And in January 2020 is when they went to the just the women's championship, not the women of honor championships. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I was going to say like a five year old Riho or something. <laughs> yeah, before that, like that, they defended the Shimmer women in Shimmer the women's uh, a women's yeah yeah. That's they worked with that company for their women's division. And Which I do you, believe you know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I I do believe. So Shimmer like New Japan is... does start them off, or what's the yeah, girl start... one over there? Yeah, yeah. And I, I do believe that Shimmer has, has actually gone out of business. Uh, might, that might, yeah. Maybe that's why they had to get their own championship. <laughs> yeah. So now you know. Uh, any new Japan question or any Ring of Honor question is pretty much going to get them. So I would stick to that lane for the next couple of weeks until he starts getting those questions right because. Now he's probably going to go study up on, on some yeah. and shit again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, interesting coming, interesting week coming up with AEW and everything they have going on over there. 
So, yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. Like always, if you have any questions or comments, Wrestling Has Lost Its Way at Yahoo.com. Wrestling Has Lost Its Way on Facebook. And don't forget to drop us a follow on Twitch at WrestleLost. So, hope everyone enjoys the rest of their weekend. And talk to you all next week. See you next week. Talk to you later.